This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. Welcome to day two of uh, the Carbon Neutrality Summit at uh, UC San Diego. Um, if you have walked around this campus and if you know anything about UC San Diego and also about UC, you will know that uh, Sustainability is in our DNA at UC San Diego and at UC in general. I mean, we are one of the most sustainable universities in the country, and and you'll hear a lot more about this over time. Uh, We think that as a public research university, it's our responsibility and actually really our role to pioneer sustainable solutions through education, research, and practice. And we do this so that we can all ensure a better and healthier planet and a better future for our children and our grandchildren as first in the times to come. So, what does this mean? This includes everything that uh, one can do against uh, one can do for taking action against drought, uh, making solar power generation more predictable, to ensure safe and reliable water supplies, and committing to becoming a carbon neutral uh, entity by 2025. And this is where. Our colleague, our leader, our visionary president, Janet Napolitano, has taken uh, a very bold step by announcing that UC will be carbon neutral uh, by 2000 by 2025, and she announced this in 2013, uh, and this was one of the first initiatives that she announced when she became president. What does this mean? That as our campus will be net zero greenhouse emissions uh, from our uh, buildings, from our vehicle fleets, something that no major university has done. And my goal is to, li- to also expand that to travel of the faculty. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to wake you guys up. Anyway, so these are amazing goals. These are amazing goals that have galvanized all of UC to come together uh, and really look at who we are, what we want to do, and how are we going to make a real impact in this world. So, to kick us off on day two, we are, uh, it's indeed a great honor and a pleasure to, uh, that we have with us our President Janet Napolitano, sitting right there, and who's been a visionary, visionary leader in sustainability, but in addition, in many, many other areas that she's announced initiatives in. I think in the last uh, 18 months or two years, we've announced some of the most spectacular initiatives in the UC system ever. So when it comes to carbon neutrality, President Napolitano has said that there's no reason why UC can't lead the world in this quest, and I think she's absolutely right. We all believe in her vision. We all believe in what she's doing, so we are fully behind her. So thank you for your leadership. Thank you for your commitment uh, to accelerate our efforts, and thank you for being here and a two-time governor in a Republican state, an amazing person who's achieved more than any one of us could ever have. Please welcome Jen Napolitano. Well, thank you, Pradeep, and good morning. Thanks to all of you who are here for uh, what I think is one of the most important events Uh, that we will have at the University of California this year and indeed uh, will be, I think, looked back upon in years to come as a seminal event in our quest uh, to become the world's first carbon neutral university, but also to develop the kinds of collaborations, partnerships, the science, the technologies uh, that we can export, not just to California, but to the world. Um, There are lots of people to thank. 
uh, Rahm, of course, the chair of the Climate and Carbon Neutrality Summit and its accompanying report, UC San Diego Vice Chancellor Sandra Brown, Program Committee Chair David Austin, uh, all have been key organizers. And I want to recognize and acknowledge the University of California faculty members uh, who have collaborated uh, to produce the summit report. Uh, numerous staff members have helped make this summit a reality. Uh, and again, I want to thank the chancellor of UCSD, who's been a wonderful leader for this campus. So give it up. We're here today because we recognize a stark truth. Climate change poses significant and detrimental risks to our planet, and it is arguably the greatest security challenge we face today. We've begun to see some of those risks take root. Climate change impacts issues as varied as disease management, food security, the preservation of water resources, the stability of fragile governments, and the transportation infrastructure that links the world. Indeed, um, just uh, a little over a week ago, the President's National Security Advisor, Susan Rice, gave a talk in which she identified uh, climate change as one of the world's great security risks. Now, addressing these challenges and reducing our carbon footprint is a moral imperative. And I'm pleased that the University of California has taken up this imperative and is demonstrating global leadership as it does its part to address the challenges associated with climate change. As Pradeep mentioned, two years ago, we at UC launched the Carbon Neutrality Initiative. This represented a bold pledge by the University of California to become completely carbon neutral by 2025. And when we accomplish this, not if, but when we accomplish this, we will be the first major research university to do so. So thanks to the commitment of the entire UC community, and we've already begun to take important steps toward reaching this goal. The university has entered an agreement to buy 80 megawatts of solar power, the largest solar energy purchase by a university in the United States. This agreement will ensure that UC maintains a steady supply of cost-effective, climate-neutral electricity for its campuses and medical centers. When fully online, this source of clean energy will keep 88 metric tons of carbon per year from being emitted into the atmosphere. Together with the 35 megawatts of solar power generated on UC campuses, we will produce enough electricity to power 38,000 homes. Uh, we've also committed ourselves to sustainable investment practices. We became the first university in the world to sign the Montreal Carbon Pledge, a commitment to measure and publicly disclose each year the carbon footprint of our investment portfolios. This information will inform carbon asset risk and our own management strategies. The university has also signed the United Nations-supported principles for responsible investment, 
which commits UC to integrating sustainability, environmental and world responsibility, and ethical governance as factors in our investment decisions. And UC has committed to targeting $1 billion of our investment portfolio over the next five years toward renewable energy and other ventures focused on climate solutions. Those of us in UC leadership fully recognize that the university cannot meet its sustainability goals, operational or otherwise, without the dedication, the expertise, and the creativity of all of our faculty and our students. The Carbon Neutrality Initiative engages them and supports their contributions. The UC's uh, president's Carbon Neutrality Initiative Student Fellowship Program funds student-generated projects that support our carbon neutrality goal. All 10 UC campuses, the UC Office of the President, and the Lawrence Berkeley National Lab participate in this program. So too does the Division of Agriculture and Natural Resources. Uh, the university selected its first group of fellows this last spring, and these students participated together in a California Higher Education Sustainability Symposium in San Francisco this past summer. We've just announced the next batch of fellows, and we're excited to learn more about the innovative projects that they propose. For decades, UC faculty members have engaged in research and scholarship around climate change, really being the point of a spear in terms of research in these areas. This academic year, we are recognizing their leadership on this issue through the new Faculty Climate Action Champions Program. This program focuses on faculty members who have exhibited outstanding teaching, research, and public service in the areas of climate change solutions, action, and broad engagement. One faculty member at each campus will receive this award, which will be used for a project during the academic year. Each project will involve students in a community-engaged research endeavor. The program is designed to help meet and focus students' interests in climate action education and to inspire other faculty to help achieve carbon neutrality through engaged research and collaboration. At the same time, we've called on the entire UC community to take an active part in achieving carbon neutrality through a variety of operational changes and everyday actions. This month, we launched the system-wide Cool Campus Challenge as part of our goal to build a strong culture of sustainability across our campuses. Indeed, across the office of the president as well, I'm captain of one of our teams. And Rachel, we will win. <laughs> this friendly competition runs through early December. It's open to students, staff, and faculty. It encourages participants to form teams and take personal actions to reduce UC's carbon footprint. Thousands of UC community members are participating in the challenge. They're making a real difference in reducing the university's footprint. If you are a UC student, faculty member, or staff member who has not yet signed up for the challenge, I encourage you to join us by visiting coolcampuschallenge.org. Let me add that the university's unwavering commitment to environmental sustainability is not a secret. 
UC consistently achieves high rankings among the nation's greenest universities. Several of our campuses landed on Sierra Magazine's list of cool schools this year, with UC Irvine topping the list, UC Davis at number two, and UC San Diego at number seven. UC San Diego and and the Scripps Institution of Oceanography in particular have demonstrated considerable leadership in the areas of climate change and marine biology. I'm pleased to say that our gracious host campus for this summit recently ranked first in the nation and fourth in the world in environmental research according to the journal Nature. So let's give that a big hand. Now, reaching carbon neutrality and addressing climate change are not merely operational or research goals at the University of California. Our cause is a larger one. It's one that calls on the entire UC community to serve as a national model for addressing climate change, finding workable solutions, and sharing our best practices with the rest of the state, the nation, and the world. That's why we convened this summit. We want to bring together all the right people in one room, identify opportunities to scale up UC research and solutions, and foster productive partnerships that can inform and influence policy and research priorities around climate change and carbon neutrality. As you know, the first day of the summit focused on sharing UC research findings that could help us address climate change. Today is about how we move forward. We will identify successes here at UC and throughout California. We will determine the current needs of our state, nation, and world. We will recommend effective global solutions. The UC Climate Solutions Group has compiled a groundbreaking report called Bending the Curve, 10 Scalable Solutions for Carbon Neutrality and Climate Stability. This is a set of recommended actions that researchers, policymakers, activists, philanthropists, institutions like the university can implement immediately to achieve real progress around climate change and make significant strides toward carbon neutrality. These recommendations include promoting current strategies that will help us meet our 2030 goal for carbon reduction and developing new technologies and solutions to meet even larger goals by 2050. Encouraging international cooperation in addition to local and national action. Creating spaces for decision makers, business and religious leaders, and academics from all fields of study to collaborate and spur action around climate change. Enhancing collaboration between regulatory agencies and the private sector to enact sensible, effective public policies. And such concrete actions as reducing municipal food waste to maximize resources and cut emissions. Now in December, some of you will attend the United Nations Conference on Climate Change in Paris. At that event, uh, uh, Rahm and his colleagues will present the findings of the Bending the Curve report. Once again, the University of California will serve as a role model for other institutions. And once again, 
we will do so fueled by the passion of our students, the expertise of our faculty, the support of our external partners, and the dedication and innovative thinking of our staff. If it remains unaddressed, climate change poses the potential to unleash massive economic, political, environmental, and societal ramifications on how and where we live. It is our responsibility as leaders, as academics, as, as human beings on this planet to protect the planet that we call home. So today we'll hear from UC leaders, the business community, colleagues from the United Nations, and state and federal governments, leading researchers, and from Governor uh, Jerry Brown on the ways that we can best work together to slow and reverse the perilous effects of climate change. So I look forward to a day of productive discussion and promising new ideas. And I anticipate that by 2025, when the University of California is carbon neutral, that the rest of the world in seeking climate solutions will say, well, let's go back to to 2015 when they had that summit at UC San Diego. And let's see if we can do what the University of California did. Fiat Lux, let there be light. You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.